Welcome to the Ignite Podcast, the only healthcare marketing podcast that digs into the digital strategies and tactics that help you accelerate growth. Each week, Cardinals experts explore innovative ways to build your digital presence and attract more patients. Buckle up for another episode of Ignite. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to talk about demand generation versus demand capture, when to do each. And this is a good time for this discussion because we've got the recession, we've got midterms. Like, should we be investing in demand generation because, you know, everybody's tightening their belts? So this will be a really good discussion. Everybody, welcome Rich Riddick. He's our SVP of Performance Marketing, Media and Analytics and Innovation. Really good to have you, Rich. Thanks for joining me. All right, let's get into it. Demand gen, demand capture, explainable. In healthcare, what is demand generation? What are the channels and what does that do? It's in the name. You are creating demand. Whereas demand capture, you are just capturing existing demand out there. So demand capture is someone is searching for your service or your practice and you just show up. So that's going to be PPC, SEO, remarketing, that that's demand capture. That's capture. What's generation? Generation demand? is where it's it's disruptive marketing, right? So essentially, they are not actively seeking out your service or your location or your company, but you are essentially interrupting their day to say, "Hey, have you thought about Invisalign? Have you thought about you know uh, kidney transplant? Have you thought about whatever?" Yeah. Um, and and if you are going to think about that, <laughs> kidney transplant. <laughs> <laughs> you should go with us. Uh, we do the best kidney transplants in the Southeast. Are your teeth jacked up? Yeah, exactly. So that is demand generation is where you are essentially branding yourself to somebody yeah. who is not actively okay. seeking you, yeah. but hopefully someone who is in your target patient demographic. Okay. Channels we use for demand generation. So it's going to be paid social. So Facebook, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Uh, display. Yep. Native connected TV. So that's going to be OTT, all the stuff. A lot of buzzwords explain. Yeah. So over the top devices. So that's going to be, I'm streaming something on, you know, uh, any kind of streaming service that has ads. So, you know, Peacock or NBC, all these TV providers that now have streaming services with ads. Uh, that's an OTT placement. That's okay. connected television. Uh, so that's where a lot of traditional media is now going because you've got cord cutters, you've got people who don't have traditional cable subscriptions yeah. anymore, and they are watching on yeah. on their television, but on these streaming. Demand generation sounds fun, but a lot of groups come to us and they are funded, but they're starting at five locations, want to get to 500. Do they start with demand gen? Because a lot of them talk about Facebook in the beginning and like we try to shut that down pretty quickly, right? Like where, where do they need to start? Yeah. So... People are, are visual, right? Like mark and marketers in particular, I think they like that sort of more sexy visual thing mm -hmm. uh, that they can see, and and they like the idea of like creative concepts. Like, how am I going to creatively position my brand so that I stand out? And what yeah. cool marketing stuff that I can do? So, like, I, I'll give you an example uh, in the real world. Tend, who is a an ortho provider, they do uh, orthodontic, not um, not knee ortho and that kind of stuff, but uh, they do a great uh, job of doing kind of sexy ads on social about how people hate going to the dentist and, and all that fun stuff. And so it's very eye-catching. And so that's why I think Mark, as marketers, we like that stuff because we're drawn to it. It's visual. It's telling stories. These are all the things that we aspire to and want to do. Yeah. But if you're not capturing existing demand that's already out there, 
you absolutely should not be doing demand generation. Okay. Right. First stop is let's actually engage with the people who need our services because they're going to convert. SEO page charts, our rankings need to be top three. And in search, what impression share do you need to be at before you're moving into demand gen through paid social or OTT or anything? I mean, it's not a magic number, but for, for your branded queries, you'd want to be at about 90% impression uh, share. Non-branded. And no. then non-branded, you probably are looking at sort of 70, 75% before it starts getting really expensive. Because you're going to like what number, trying to bid number Trying to bid number one, you're competing with everyone, you're driving your bids right up. But the point is, people who are actively looking for your services, once they get to your landing page, they're going to convert higher. Then once they've converted, there's much higher chance they're actually going to become a patient, right? So that's the topic that we discussed in our last podcast about what happens beyond that lead conversion. Do they actually turn into an admit? Do they actually turn into a patient? Do they actually keep their appointment? Demand generation is great for when you're trying to scale beyond demand capture. So you've hit 75% in impression share and now and you, you know you're, you're ranking across organic for everything. Yeah. You've maxed out your brand impressions on search. You've maxed out your remarketing efforts. So you're bombarding everybody who's been to your page but not converted and trying to get them to come back and convert and that's all done and dusted. Yeah. And then it's like okay, great, but this practice still needs another 20 patients yeah. a week and demand capture alone will not get them. Yeah. Um, or you're doing something disruptive that people aren't aware of, you know? So the technology or some, what, what are some examples of what, what would I mean, be I think, disruptive I think, in healthcare? I think something in healthcare would be like TMS. Okay. You know, and a lot of people didn't understand transcranial about, magnetic stimulation for behavioral health. Group. Right. Like people yeah. don't really understand about treatment resistant depression. I think that's becoming that's changing. Yeah. But when we started working with TMS providers, there was not a lot of search volume out there. So mm. I think that's where demand generation helps because you can reach a broad audience through demand generation and educate them on the service you provide and how it could potentially help them with the thing that they are suffering from, yeah. the condition that they have yeah. and, and, and be a relevant treatment. Okay. So that's when I would be going into demand generation is when I have to scale more patients from the middle of the funnel. So maybe they know that they have a problem, but they don't necessarily know what the solution is, or they know what the solution is, but they don't know about your particular solution. And they're right? not going to Google yet. And they're not going to Google yet. Or at the top of the funnel, where they either know that they have a problem, but they have no idea what the solution is, okay. or they don't even know that they have a problem okay. that needs to be solved. Yeah. Kidney failure? Right. Do you need a kidney transplant? Right. Smaller groups generally need to be investing into band capture because for five years, it will take that long to get SEO and search and landing pages. I mean, it's going to take several years, even with us, to, to make sure that that's honed in your top ranking and everything, right? So, But the bigger groups, let's say bigger groups are listening to this. And their SEO and their search is really good. Mm -hmm. What are the first channels? Paid social, like you're going to Facebook and Insta, probably not TikTok, but you're going to Facebook, Insta as the best modern billboards out there. You're going to Connected or Native. Where, where are you starting? Yeah. There's not an easy answer to that question, okay. right? Because it depends on what you're trying to do with demand generation. So if you are essentially offering something that is very niche and very specific, I would say that display is likely the best place for you to go because these display providers still have a lot of you know first party and third party audience access 
that, that Facebook has cut right back on. Google display. Google has enough inventory to just go to Google's display network. I wouldn't go to Google's display network because you because how do we run display? We run it through a third party DSP called Stack Adapt. Oh. And the reason why we use Stack Adapt is because you can run display inventory, you can run native inventory, you can run connected TV inventory all, all in one place. There. And they have an integration with paid social with Facebook where you can pipe audiences from Stack Adapt into the social platform. Okay, Stack Adapt, sponsor our conference. Uh, yes, the other DSPs available, but <laughs> Stack Adapt, if you want to sponsor our conference. $10,000 for uh, your sponsor. If you have a very niche audience, if you want to target people contextually, yeah. I would say display through Stack Adapt, and you can also then layer on native and you can layer on connected TV, okay. is the place to start. And I will say contextual display and keyword display targeting is kind of this halfway house between demand capture and demand generation. So that's where you are serving on uh, serving an ad on articles that are relevant to what you do or serving ads to people who have been to and yeah. read articles that are relevant to I what you do. Google, yeah. So it's not yeah. quite demand capture, but it's not also demand generation. Okay. So that's where we push most of our providers as the first step because it's sort of this halfway house between both. Okay. Then when you want to go like full demand generation, digital billboard stuff, I think that's where social is powerful because you can do the full funnel execution where video you have videos. video campaigns at the top. Yeah. You then see, you, you can weed out people who are not interested in your content at the top of the funnel very quickly, very broad audiences, right? And then if you're running a 30 second video or a 15 second video, you can essentially just remarket to people who have engaged with a certain percentage of that video. So I'm running a 30 second video about my kidney transplant business. You watch 75%. I know you're interested in a kidney transplant. Yeah. I then remarket to you in the middle of the funnel. Yeah. And the next step there is to try and drive you to a landing page. What I'm telling Facebook to, to get as their objective is what we call qualified landing page views. So you go to the page, you either spend a certain amount of time on that page engaging with the content, or you get to a certain part of the page, you scroll down to a certain yep. scroll depth, and that's how we know that you are qualified, you're interested, because you're engaging with the page. And only then do we then try and remarket to you as demand capture and drive a conversion. And spend whatever it takes. And spend whatever on it takes. On that specific audience. Okay. A few minutes here. One more question. We're heading, well, we're kind of in this like recession quagmire where nobody knows if we are or aren't, but like everyone's depressed. EMS uh, <laughs> is available. EMS is available. Kidney transplants. Final audience remarketing at is a discounted trip to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in this little, we're in a little bit of a quagmire here. And I think a lot of groups are going to pull back. And everyone thinks healthcare's recession proof. It's really not because a lot of healthcare is elective, but we're in an election. Like our CPM is going to be cheaper. Do you recommend while well, we're going to be in this fiscal slight downturn, do you re recommend that groups stop investing in demand generation or take advantage of lower CPMs? Are they even going to be cheaper? What do you, what are you seeing as the economic forecast for marketing here over the next six months? I think it's, it's dependent on what you're trying to do as a practice, right? So if you're just trying to get as many patients as possible, then almost always demand capture is going to be where you need to go for that. And if, if you have to, if you've got the choice of, you know, if you've only got $10,000 and you had $20,000 the previous month and you would, you know, 10, you were using 10,000 for demand generation and 10,000 for demand capture. Now you only have 10. 
you're going to want to put that in demand capture because 99 times out of 100, that's driving you the patients at a much lower cost than demand generation. If, on the other hand, your challenge as a marketer is, I'm opening new locations and I need to get awareness out in that market yeah. to target audience that this location is opening and I need to try and steal some market share, then you probably want to be a little bit more nuanced in your approach. And you probably want to say, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to reserve $2,000 to brand to my target audience that I'm opening this new location so they know that I'm here, they've heard of me, they, they get to know the brand so that when they search for that service or product, hopefully they're either doing a branded search or they're doing a non-branded search, seeing my ad, recognizing me and thinking I'm credible because they've seen my video and then clicking through to me because you know I've already engaged with them and I already resonate. Yep. So it I depends. It really depends on what the challenges of that group are at that time. But ultimately, if you are in the business of driving patient acquisition, demand capture is is where you need to be. That's where you need to focus. And RP back groups, that's usually what they care about. And so after election, you think CPMs will be cheaper? Always. Okay. Thank you, Rich. This was fun. Demand gen versus demand capture. I love branding. And as a marketer, I like to always have something on, but make sure your capture is really great. SEO, your rankings, your search impression shares hitting 70, 75%. Thank you, Rich, for joining us. If y'all have questions, by the way, you can just reach out. You don't even have to reach out to Cardinal as an entity. Find Rich Brittick on LinkedIn. Find myself on LinkedIn, and I'll connect you with Rich Brittick. So um, (laughs) either way, here to help you. And you don't have to engage us as an agency. Just know that. I want you guys to subscribe to this podcast because the more signals that Apple and Spotify get, the more popular we become. And I haven't been popular since middle school. So that would be really cool if y'all were able to do that. Also five stars, please. Okay. Five stars, unless it's like a 10 star thing and then put 10 stars. Okay. (laughs) All right. Thank y'all everybody. Listen next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ignite. Interested in keeping up with the latest trends in healthcare marketing? Subscribe to our podcast and leave a rating and review. For more healthcare marketing tips, visit our blog at cardinaldigitalmarketing.com.